Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Bierman. Welcome to the Best Hang Podcast. I'm Mike. We got Shane. We got Max. And we're all together. And Max is laughing because I just once again looked into the skies as I did the opening. And Shane's got a message coming through. Sorry. I got to put my my thing on theater mode. Oh, theater mode. Now he's just watching a movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, do you remember uh, Gadget? Inspector Gadget? I do. Yes. I loved him. We're in the future. Remember? Penny had like a little book. That was like a computer. And then he had this Go-Go Gadget watch. Whenever I see those Apple watches, I always think of... I just get text messages on my wrist, though. It's not that crazy. I don't know, man. I remember once walking into a hockey room. My brother was playing hockey when he was like a young guy, and there was like blue Gatorade machine. And mm. I remember I used to see like blue drink, like Romulan ale on Star Trek or whatever. And I was like, the future's now. We have colored drinks. And I feel that once again in 2023. Oh, wow. Looking at this Apple Watch. Interesting. I'm just saying we're living in an ever-evolving future. The past, it predicted all of this. What do you think was the sweet spot, though, for that thing you're talking about, Mike, which is like the exact moment when like we're living in the future and it's mm. all coming together? Because right now, I think we've gone too far and I kind of fucking hate it. You want to pull it back I want to pull I think the sweet spot was 2001. <laughs> if we stop, <laughs> like, like name the year. Yeah. No, the internet was too slow then. Yeah, it was annoying right. with phone lines and stuff. Okay, the, 2006? The, the problem is, no, right now. Is the perfect time. If we just you stop, think so? yeah. If we stop right now, could never evolve uh, at all. We all know AI is gonna eventually kill us yeah. and robots are gonna uh-huh. go on the earth. But right now, AI is at that perfect point where it's, where it's kind of shit. 
And so it's it can't do a ton. It's kind of shitty. It can be helpful, but not too helpful. Yeah, it does make us feel like we're less than. Yes. Yeah. And like uh, <laughs> for people who use Photoshop and stuff, it can produce pictures for people who aren't that talented at Photoshop. It's really at a perfect <laughs> level for uh -huh. creativity. So right now. Right now, we're in the best time. And probably in the next two years, it's going to get so bad. Okay, but yeah. here's a okay. I don't totally disagree with you because I do like how functional our phones are, but I do worry about children being addicted to phones and video games. I know mm -hmm. the, even our generation was addicted to video games, but now it's like this whole other thing and screen time, and I kind of hate that. Of I hate it too. Yeah, but it's almost like why delay the inevitable? Uh -huh. When then, we grow up, we're all addicted to our phones anyway. Might as well start it young. I've, I've had that thought too. <laughs> no, about kids, you're almost behind if you don't give them the phone because all their friends are going to have phones. Okay, so their friends are just like, Daddy, uh, you know, Molly's uh, coding already and I don't know how to code It's yet. a modern way of living. You know what I mean? Uh, It'd be like denying okay. your kid a calculator or something mm. in the 90s. But what I think about when you talk about the 2001 going back to then is I, I loved, and I obviously I'm a little antiquated, I love the idea of not being reachable. Like, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. interesting. People talk about that a lot, but it's like, it's like I had a phone at home and you called and if I was there, I picked up. And if I was out, I was out. And it was mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like work couldn't get you 24 hours a day. Uh, you yeah. weren't constantly getting a call or pick, like we mm -hmm. are in work mode all the time or in like a, a, a mode of reachability where we're always on because of the phone. So it'd be nice to go back to a time where it was just like, I haven't seen Mike in a couple of days. Yeah. You know, I, I went to um, this probably happened like 10 years ago, but my friend Eli had been teaching abroad and he had just gone back, but he didn't have a phone. He was like, and we were going to meet up somewhere in downtown Toronto. And he was like, yeah, okay, I'll meet you at like 1.30 young in college. Yeah. And then I was like, he's like, yeah, but you can't be late and you can't change the plan because I don't have a phone. I'm, I'm going to be out from the morning. That's fun. And I'm like, shit, the pressure is yeah. off. Yeah. That's the way we used to do it. Cool. Yeah, and I feel like if you met like uh, someone you were interested in out in the real mm. world without a cell phone, you fell more in love. Yeah. You're like this is perfect like kismet or whatever like yeah I, I have to make sure i can see this person again if i don't get their thing i'm never gonna see them again what, but now you just get their instagram or whatever. what was the version of like creeping before phones like you found the house was it just like walking Word of by mouth. the house you're, Word go, of you mouth? The yeah. <laughs> you're going a bike ride it's like that's where that's where julie lives you're just doing a lot you would I just, spy outside no, the house i wouldn't oh i'd ride by on my bike uh, <laughs> i'd be in a tree you'd yes hope, you'd hope to you'd find out the path maybe if you had a crush so like mm. like oh she walks this way home from school could i happen to be walking that way or you know you try and be in the places they're at I had I just recalled this very very early memory, which is very embarrassing, but I'm gonna share it with you now. Um, is that when I was like grade two or three, I had this babysitter that maybe babysat me like one or two times. Mm -hmm. Let's say her name was Sarah. I forget her name, but her locker happened to be right outside my classroom. I was in grade two. She was in grade eight. Wow! And every single morning, like mm -hmm. just after announcements. But the older kids were at their locker because they started like 15 minutes later. Yeah. I'd walk by her locker just to wave and say hi. That was my like <laughs> my walk by. Yeah. And then one day she wasn't there and her friend just looks over and just goes, she's not here today, man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I, they knew this whole time. I'm that, that obvious. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. That's great. I once got there was there was two girls I went to high school with. Uh, and one of them, I did have a crush on one of them. But I never acted on it. I never shared my feelings. But clearly, much like you're saying, people must have known that uh -huh. I had a crush on this girl. Anyway, somebody left like a note in her locker at some point that was like some like big declaration of love. And it was a huge note, but it was like an anonymous note. And I got, everyone was like, oh, Mike Veerman left that. Mike Veerman left that. Oh. And it mm -hmm. 
to this day annoys the shit out of me because if I'm going to get credit or blame for something, I want to actually write the note. I never yeah. read the note, but I'm like, was it funny? Was it like yeah. if I was going to don't put this on me. So I had to deny it. But the more you deny the note, the more it seems like you were the, like the this note. fucking yeah. note in the, the locker. So it wasn't me. If you're listening, I'm not going to say the name. Say the name. No, I'm not doing okay. it. Did you ever do the move where you like walk by someone and then you turn around and you see if they're, they turn around and look back at you all the time? Yeah, that was a good move. Or that was? Well, there was a, a, not a good move, an exciting move. Is. And I, it's, yeah, it, but it's not done anymore because people know they can find you somehow. <laughs> uh. The look back's only effective because we know we only get this one fleeting moment probably mm -hmm. and you better like take it or leave it. Uh -huh. And walking around the mall when I was young, like around seven or eight, I would walk around the mall and you'd kind of see if you could get like a pack of young girls to follow you. Did you ever do that <laughs> to follow you? Like that would happen. I'd be walking around with my mom and like some girls would be trailing me or sometimes if I was with some male friends, we would kind of be following around a pack of girls. Is this weird? <laughs> I thought this was everybody did that. No, no this is like, no, I think there is a bit of a, there is like, I do remember like maybe 11, 12, like yeah. pack mentality. There's a pack of girls, pack of like, girls. Yeah. You're actually not that yeah. different than going to a, like a nightclub these days, to be honest. Well, that age is so perfect because you're prepubescent. You have perfect skin. You kind of like, I <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I always felt like I was Jonathan Taylor Thomas or something. Oh, yeah, walking around. And then you uh -huh. hit puberty and you're just ruined. So yeah, that mm. to me was my, my best time. When we talked about best looking time, uh, I, I said 30. Yeah. I lied. It was actually grade seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was your glory days. Yes. That was it. Oh man. Yeah. That's funny. Wow. Do you ever, oh man, cause it would be awesome just to be like to any of your kids when they get to like age 10, be like, just leave the house. No phones. We'll see you yeah. in four hours. Wouldn't that be a crazy rush? It seems crazy now. But the problem is, since we're on our phones when they're gone, we're always on the news cycle and we always have access to crazy news stories uh -huh. about kids getting abducted. Yeah. And if you look at a couple of those stories, which Alex always does, the <laughs> algorithm just feeds you. Uh, like so she, oh, this is last she night, consume. she's like, I can't sleep. I've been reading stories about this Australian guy who used to torture children and film them and sell them to millionaires and everything. And <laughs> yeah, I had to like calm her down at like 11. Wow. So I hate that. that fear cycle is why we can't leave our children without phones because we have access to constant fear. You know what though? I think I'm going to mention this. When I, when, we, when I was in Mexico a few months ago in like February, we were staying at a hotel and um, town was like a 30 minute walk, just like mm -hmm. a straight shoot. And I told my dad to meet us at the restaurant in town. So I was like waiting and he said, meet at one o'clock or whatever. I'm like one fifteen, he's still not there. One twenty, he's not there. One thirty, he's not there. It's and not I'm the calling his phone. Him. And I thought, I <laughs> yeah. honestly thought, yeah. I was like, and he's picked on this old man now because my dad's like 77. And he's like, oh, these these guys locals have like kidnapped him and yeah. there's a ransom situation. And then he showed up and he was like, Oh, my phone wasn't on. I the cartel dropped him off. <laughs> he made friends with them all. <laughs> Any, anytime I book a trip to Mexico, I always get a message. Oh, I don't know. The cartels in town. Oh, they just, goodness. you know, and I'll get news stories about the cartel, but Toronto where we live every week, there's probably a shooting or a murder yeah. or a stabbing, you know? Yeah. Have you guys been following the submarine story at all? I have. Did you know? By, by the way, we should say it's still in progress. It's still oh, in progress. It is. I hope what, they what find them. It? This it's Wednesday, so by the time this podcast comes out, who knows what? Yeah, you might get this there. in twenty four hours. But as of now, they're they're banging on the hull. I would well, imagine. Of course, they got nothing else to do, Mike. <laughs> Sex. Yeah, we we pre-done this bit. Max, I like how Max didn't even laugh didn't at this laugh. perfect no, bit. We had. I know we. I was yeah. We were sitting at the desk and we so the submarine came up and I was like, yeah, it's crap. I'm like, I guess they're banging. 
And then Shane gave me like the look that he gives. He's like, well, there's nothing else to do down there. <laughs> so the retelling of the story gets left. All right. Um, <laughs> it's a cleaner setup. Yeah. I didn't set you up properly, but th- yeah. this is honestly my biggest fear. I'm not sure if you saw Max, but hanging on a submarine. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, what if they have something and we get saved and then I have herpes or something, but um I'm not sure if you've been following the dessert online, uh-huh. our Instagram, uh-huh. but recently uh, we're, we're trying to get people to get to know us. So we, all of the people involved in the show had a question to answer, which was what's the scariest way to die. Oh, yeah. And I, I said drowning while trapped in a tight coffin. Mm, and that's the similar. situation that these yeah. people are in right now. I didn't think of that. Do they know if they're alive right now when they're banging? Cause is there any windows? No. I think it's just like, a t- I think the fact that they're making noise is them trying to let people know they are still alive. I don't think that. Oh, they're making noise from inside. They're making noise from inside oh, okay. to try it. So you the think sonar. they're outside the summer? Oh, I, thought, I thought there was another boat down there. Bang. And there's somebody else oh. scuba divers or something. Oh. You but can't get out of the water in that, that that's pressure. Too, too much pressure. Yeah, it's like yeah. being in space. Your head will explode. I know it's like a James no Cameron doc because he goes down there or he went down there. when he was Yeah. Researching. Yeah. That's why maybe it was just a camera that went down there that could withstand the pressure. It's, I mean, it's a tricky story to talk about because obviously these are human beings. I hate that. It's I a terrible hate story. story. Yeah. Why do you, why do you hate it? I think because everything about it is depressing. The idea mm-hmm. that somebody's going to die in a submarine is depressing. The fact that these billionaires are spending their money in this stupid fucking way, I think is depressing. The I, I think seems like a the, grift. Did you see the video of the guy talking about this thing he developed? No. It's like control by an xbox controller like mm. did you guys see this video what is the fucking sub it's like this the, the guy that created the sub and does these tours is very he's a character uh-huh. and he's like oh we got this and then it's like we control it with this and he pulls out an xbox controller so it's like the fact wow. that it's in this situation based on this video assuming that it's real of him sort of describing this makeshift submarine he made mm. uh is, is supposed to you know it, it's it doesn't seem surprising that they're in a tricky situation and there right was now. all these safety warnings in advance that something catastrophic could happen and they charge two hundred fifty thousand dollars a seat yeah oh we got a photo here from ash yeah there's the controller yeah oh it's my ridiculous. goodness that is exactly like a playstation controller yeah. yeah yeah my palms are so sweaty just talking about this yeah i really dislike it and i also like and then there's like the stuff that's actually kind of like fun uh and mean to talk about uh, with the billionaire's uh, stepson, stepson who's at the Blink-182 concert. Mm-hmm. Like well, we all can talk that. about that guy. That guy's fun to talk about. Okay. So this guy's, you know, his stepfather is in a very, you know, obviously a dangerous situation that he might not get out of. But what did the guy say? That he his father would have wanted him to go to the Blink-182? His family would have wanted him to go. Right. Because <laughs> I think, what are you going to do? Sit around the house, just yeah. be crying? He's like, listen, Tom is touring with them for the first time yeah. in 20 years. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? People die every day. Tom does not tour with Blink-182 all the time. This is true. Okay, here's a question. Do you actually, this is where my mind went. Do you think you could be aroused in that situation? Uh, well, like if you're the stepson? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, if you're the green Okay, right, let's go yeah. through both characters. Okay. If you were on the submarine and let's say there was a beautiful person, well, but you're in that situation. I, I am a person who gets so petrified. I couldn't. Okay. I uh, couldn't get aroused. I no. tend to agree. Would it, you, you couldn't? I you agree so. that I couldn't or you? <laughs> could no, you, you couldn't. I don't think I could. Could you? Could I perform an extraordinary situation? It's not about performance, Mike. <laughs> oh, is it just about getting, it's just get, getting it's it It's just up. getting aroused. Oh, 
Well, how long are they down there? At some point, it becomes normalized. It's like, if you, like, what, like once you're down there for like, like an hour 20, you're kind of used to it. Yeah. It's like you've thought I about guess your life and death. Kind of normal That's the thing. You become accustomed. That to would so it's never like, become normalized. You're basically on death row. Yes. So once you're, you're not f- like, can someone clean up? You guys are lazy. Like, you're just scared I think the whole you do time. Become, you can't no. face your own death for two days on end. It's like you can only think about it so much. And then you kind of be like. So, I don't know. Where'd you grow up? I don't know. <laughs> Someone asked me about myself. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. but if you're the We're going to have to cut all this probably because it's gonna, probably going to end in some catastrophic way and we won't be able well, to make I jokes think there's only it. one way it can end. Yeah. Like, like, there's two No, outcomes. there's two there's outcomes. Outcomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, actually. Three outcomes of your mic. There's actually... There's I just... <laughs> <laughs> get saved though this is kind of like yellow jackets or alive like we don't know what's ha- like the two only might come up we don't mm. know what's gonna something's happening on that boat right now obviously we don't know maybe somebody like yeah there might be more of a story than just survival because how much food's down there well when you it, yeah. when you say it's like alive do you think they're eating each other if somebody's already gone maybe I, but you can't cook them yeah. there's no i don't think you mm-hmm. put a fire in the submarine yeah, yeah i don't know eat that raw why? Can you get salmonella from a human? Say probably, Salm- I don't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah. I was incompetent. Uh, yeah, that's for the least of their okay, worries. Okay, so now let's go to the stepson scenario. Uh, yeah. So you and I probably both couldn't get up there in the if we were in the sub. If we were the stepson, could you? Do you think? I feel like when you are, even if you're like in a low point, if you go out and about and kind of get swept away for a couple hours, I think you could distract yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think I could for sure. And in, in, so, <laughs> and in some ways, it releases anxiety. But yeah. you can't be petrified. What about you? Well, you definitely could. You could compartmentalize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the minute that first song kicks in, you're like, you're transported, you know, back to a different time. Right. You see, so you're talking about the Blink-22 yes. concert. Gotcha. It's like, if you if you can go to a concert, you can have a good yeah. time. Yeah. There's a tweet from Popgrave. Stepson of missing billionaire on Titanic submarine shoots a shot with OnlyFans model as rescuers scramble to locate his father. <laughs> wow. So there's a tweet going, uh, and the Bria at, it's like a, a Twitter person who's on OnlyFans. Can I sit on you? And then Brian goes, yes, please. With oh, this Brian. was recent? Or is this, this his old Yeah. This, yeah this, and then, wow. and then, we all and then response to the, his own tweet. His own quote tweet with, please keep my family in your prayer. <laughs> this is weird. This doesn't seem. So, okay, this man must not have money. And he's thinking, I'm about to get a lot of money. So he's trying to use this temporary frame in case his dad actually gets saved. And then he's back to having to wait for his inheritance. Yeah, mm. good question. But he was able to get Blink-182 tickets. Those aren't cheap. Yeah, but it's only probably like a thousand bucks most. Uh-huh. I bet you he's got some money. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. some, but not a ton. I bet you he's not a multimillionaire. Yeah. Well, let's get this pot up immediately so we can be part of the conversation. Yeah. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What else is going on, guys? Well, lots of things. Oh, oh, lots, lots. We got to promote. We got to promote. We got to promote. That, that's why we're here. So we need to promote a show in Hamilton, Tuesday, July 4th, Hamilton, Ontario, 8 p.m. at the Zoetic. Where is the Zoetic? On Concession Street. Are there tickets in advance? Uh, you just have to DM us, and then I'll put you on a list. You're not, we're not going to sell tickets? I don't want to sell tickets. I think people would come out and support. We can make Do you want to sell bucks. tickets, though? I think I think for the Zoetic, you what you do is you do like your family and friends list, and yeah. then you open up the how if there's a hundred spots left, then oh, people buy. Okay, how I think m- people would love to pay ten dollars to go see the thing. It's a screening. It's a You're going to get almost fifty minutes of the dessert sketches, not the whole thing, but an amazing sort of uh, screening version of it. Tickets are only ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and get this, Brody Dawson has agreed to make hot sauce. And give it out to everyone in attendance. So this Love is sponsored it. by Dawson's Hot Sauce. Wow. Love it. That's very generous of him. What does hot sauce have to do with comedy? Well, you probably don't know this, but Brody helped us out big time. Yeah. Mm. So when we were shooting the basketball rap sketch, which Mike made this amazing, hilarious song, and Jillian is essentially doing a rap in mm. it that we shot at the park that the you rally created, court. Yeah. Rally the rally court. court. But, but that was a blistering hot day. We had nowhere to store anyone. We had tons of children around, mm. uh, people looking after the children. And we, we didn't think it through. We were like, where are we going to put these people? So Dawson's is right around the corner, Dawson's Hot Sauce, and Rob Ascula's bike repair place. Mm. And we stored everyone there in this nice air-conditioned place. Yeah. People could do makeup setup. Saved us a whack of cash and a Damn. huge problem. So Brody's in the special thanks. And he's also, I don't know, just happy to be a part of it and giving out hot sauce. And if you keep an eye out in the De Niro sketch called Bad De Niro, uh, where Shane and Bella are on like a first date, you can see on the table shot at odds, Max's yeah. Bar in Hamilton, mm-hmm. on the table is Dawson's Hot Sauce. So this is a real family effort. Everything about this this show it was shot in Hamilton. Everybody sort of touches it. That's part of our group. It's it's really special. For anyone who hasn't been to a screening of a TV show, can you describe what the night will look like? I've never been to one either. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so I think you get in. You're excited. Maybe yeah. you, maybe you grab a beer. Or you know, some they popcorn. Ser- or some popcorn. They serve uh, drinks now at theaters, so you can get a mocktail, a real cocktail, some popcorn, some treats. You sit down. I say a few words uh-huh. and then boom, up on the screen. How many minutes of comedy are we talking? About 40 to 45. Nice. Uh, we're going to play all of episode one and then an amalgam of episode two of some handpicked sketches that we think will play well in a theatrical environment. I love it. Then after, 
it's like a Q&A or um, uh, what are those, a panel? Yeah, you can do a panel. That where maybe, I don't know, because we've kind of springing this on you, Max. You yeah. don't even know about this. I didn't thing. know about this. So Max may or may not be there. Host, may or may not be hosting there. Hosting a panel. Yeah, I, I feel it. like, we're, I didn't know if we were talking about Monday. Are we There's talking not about enough, but we don't need people for Monday. And that's, I don't want random pod listeners coming to Monday. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> There's a big Toronto screening Monday, which we will talk about eventually. And <laughs> let's talk about it right now yeah okay. we're gonna talk about that in an eventized way mm. but that one's not open to the public that's all you need to say that one's not open to the public but i didn't <laughs> want to hurt people because I, I feel like they think now the monday is the good one to come where no, max no no, 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 no. here's the thing is that yeah. if you live in hamilton and yes. you're interested in being a part of the show and seeing what it's all about and being a part of the kickoff of the show i should say is that we have this event for you on the mountain at Kodiak. What's it called again? The Kodiak. Yeah. Zo- Zoetic. <laughs> Zoetic. <laughs> we'll put it on our Instagram yeah. and make it easier. And, 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 and you can uh, and you can come to that. Uh, we are also having an event on Monday, uh, July, what, no, June 28th? July 27th. July 26th? No, June 27th. June 26th. June 26th. Without June. Ash in our lives, we are fucked. <laughs> June 26th. Ash, at what, what is it? Give Ash the mic. Tell the people what it is. Oh, actually, but just June 26th, Monday, it's going to be. But you can't come if you're listening to this. But we're telling the people because it'll be all over the internet. It'll be fun. Right. Yes. It'll be there. Bruce is coming. You'll see the photos. Yeah. You'll see, see the all photos. That stuff. Tune in. Maybe Insta Live. I don't know. There you go. We'll do all that stuff. We'll pump so, it up. But, but just so our listeners know, because Shane is right. So we're doing two screenings. We're doing this one, which is largely for like press, industry people, create a buzz, let people see this show for the first time in sort of a, a an environment like that. People who like worked on the show and then industry people. The Hamilton one is like, really, that's for the people. That's for the the real ones. Open to the public. We'll be there. Like Shane said, you know, a little bit of chatting, maybe a QA and a after. We can talk about the show. But like, that's where like our, you know, extended Mm -hmm. family will be our friends. If you're into the Champagne Boys, you've heard us talk about them over the years. I'm sure a bunch of them will appear at the Kodiak, as Max called it, uh, theater in Hamilton. It's actually called the Zoetic. Um, And it's also right near a brand new billboard. Featuring our very own Shane Cunningham. Mm-hmm. It's true. My, um, it's my first time with a Billy. by producer Nathan. Nathan. Nathan, Nash Nathan by that. the way, just a moment of appreciation, yeah. really came through. And Oh my God. He's yeah. amazing. He's so great because obviously he's a jack of all trades. He edits his pod. He shoots a bunch of stuff for our Kells, does video for our Kells. And then he got this assignment to do these sort of glossy, high concept uh, photos for the dessert which are going to be used on billboards and the cover art for the show itself, et cetera, et cetera. And if you, and I don't know a lot about photography and there's lots of different kinds of styles of photography, you know, there's concert photography, there is wedding photography, but that sort of like high end glossy artful photography, which requires a lot of Photoshop editing is a whole other thing that takes many, many years of trial and error. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a very like intensive artful project to take on and he he hasn't done a ton of this in his professional life at least but he fucking nailed this oh my god i have like like it's like matt barnes level shit i have no trust in anyone outside (laughs) of mark myers i'm very codependent like very dependent on him usually to trust someone i need to be able to kind of yell at them Uh and i'm not comfortable yelling at nathan so i thought he was gonna like not do it this well and we would just have to live with it Mm -hmm. but he went above and beyond and like it turned out twice as good as I thought it was going to. Yeah, so good. So if you have if you have any photography needs or or like multimedia, videography, podcast editing, Nathan Nash is the guy uh, to, to to talk to because he's so good. Yeah, he's amazing. Honestly. <laughs> no, he's he's truly great. And uh, shout out to Nathan because he does it all, and he does it all 
exceptionally well. So we haven't really talked since we announced the show, though. Because I know we've been talking about it for about two years on this podcast, but like we announced it last week, and and we yeah. put out the trailer. Trailers out, uh, one hundred sixty-seven thousand views. That's He's big. Proud of those views. Yeah, that's amazing. You, it's funny. It's like the trailer is very well done, but doesn't even give you. Like, I just can't wait for people to actually see the show because yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, it's going to be a fun, rollicking sketch comedy show. But I'm excited t- for you to be in the theater and watching it. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing like being in with a captive audience, all watching the same thing, shared laughter. Yeah. It's going to make you think the show's even better than you think it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's awesome. But I am being tested a little bit after the show when we do this panel. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're using it. Uh, Amy Dory, who are, <laughs> is our publicist. She's seeing how we do fielding questions. Oh. And based on how good or bad that goes, we're either going to have media training or we aren't. <laughs> so I want to impress her. Oh, and so you want me to serve you up the questions beforehand? That's why I, I messaged you. I'm like, me let yesterday. me know because sometimes I'm really good. Other uh-huh. times I'm terrible and I never know what I'm going what, to what be. What do you want to be asked? Well, ask whatever Could, you want. Just let me know. And then I can tee up some funnies and make it seem like if it's off the top of the dome. Ah, cool. So it's like a late night appearance. Or maybe some emotional things. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know which way. I'll, I'll go. To, I'll let you decide because okay. I don't want to dictate too much. But I'll, you, I'll be like, what was like the state of your marriage while filming this show? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. Got I'll, real quiet on that one. Cut that Nathan no. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a big deal, and it's also yeah, it's so cool. And I really I uh, want to say this that, and I'll I'll say this on stage too. I feel so lucky to be involved because I know you guys did the lion's share of the work, and I got to work on the music. And Ash is doing all this organizational stuff, especially when it comes to the rollout of it all. But uh, to be able to plot my name on the show—that's something you guys have spent thousands of hours on it—is a real honor. I'm saying say that completely seriously. I'm very, well, very honored to be a part of it. We're honored because you made, can we say eight original songs? Because yeah. you, okay, you made eight original songs. Mm-hmm. Each one is better than the next. Mm. The theme song, some of the best work I think you've ever done. Ah, thank you. So it really set the tone having you as a part of it. Yeah. And uh, obviously that helps create interest for the show. Yeah. So we're going to get way more eyeballs because of your involvement. And yeah, aside from your talents and your music and your name, obviously, which helps the show and all of the ways that it does you both Ash and Max Ashes oh. here are amazing executive producers. Mm. You're working on behalf of the show constantly in multitude of ways. And I think that's what's so great about this whole sort of uh, endeavor is how much everybody's pitching in and do Cause you could easily just throw your name on it and then walk away from it. No, no, it's yeah, you the are, work itself is both the fun part. so engaged yeah. all the time on everything with the launch and all the details and sort of next steps, you know, mm-hmm. what do we do after this? Cause you know, you're sort of famously people who think not about what's happening in the media, but five steps mm-hmm. down the road is sort of where your brains are always at. Well, I was actually talking to Mark about this on the way to ba- uh, basketball oh, last night. Cause he drove me and I was like, okay, this show uh, is, we should be super proud of it. And cause it is awesome. It's so well made. It's a show that looks like it was made for $15 million, but we know the actual budget of it, you know, which is yeah. a fraction of that. And it is, going to be like i always find like the thing that you eventually the thing you hear about like a director or an artist or a producer or whatever is usually the ninth thing they've done so this mm-hmm. is like and i know you guys have been shooting running commercials for like decades now but when it comes to like creating a tv show like this is gonna be the first of 
like I'm for the sixth thing that we do. That that'll be the thing that people actually yeah. like really see. And by the way, mm-hmm. I hope everyone sees this show. And maybe there's a world where people do see the show. That's also <laughs> maybe, possible. Maybe it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> there's the confidence from the executive producer. No, no, no. no, no. But, but I joke. We but, have you the know, exact you, same outlook. You know what I mean? But, but I'm just. But I'm like because when people see it, they go, "Oh, holy shit!" Like. Shane's a star, Jillian's a star, Bella's a star. Oh, who directed this? Oh, who edited this? Oh, who wrote this? Oh, wow, these this team can do a bunch of stuff. Uh, when you have a quality thing, everybody wins because yeah. people want to be. They want to be. Who made that? How did yeah. they make it? Who yeah. you know? It's like a showcase for talent. And it's hard. To and were they good made. to work with too? It's it's mm-hmm. like that's a huge part of it yeah. too. It's, it's like you know we we've had a good time working together but also with the folks at Crave. Like Crave have been amazing partners. You, you just know? well, it's like it's building too, right? It's like. You know, it's like we have this relationship with Crave. Obviously, we've created the the mic on much in conversation with. So we'd done a show, but that was a different type of show in the way that we we produced it even because it was very much produced with Bell. And it was like mm-hmm. the three of us sort of decide what did we want to do? And obviously, Justin was very involved in that. And then this is something that was like outside of the family, meaning you they're involved, but we took it away and did it sort of like bottom up, whereas we use the infrastructure here to do the other show. And so it's kind of cool to learn how to do different shows in different ways. And it all just becomes part of the journey along the way mm-hmm. until, you, mm-hmm. like you said, you're at the seventh thing. And it's like, oh, it's like, you know, we were talking about Matt Johnson. And, well, and, I, I, and I, that was a segue. You know, I wanted like, to say because I just saw Blackberry on Monday. So you know, and it's like, it. so it's like people are going to discover Matt Matt Johnson, either maybe on Blackberry, it might be three movies from now. Uh-huh. And then they're like, oh, he did this thing called Nirvana, the band in the show. And it's yeah, like, so far, you know listeners, I mean? uh, tee it up just a little bit more. I think we should talk about. Yeah, uh, go for it. Local comedy creatives, uh, Matt Johnson, Jamie Carroll, who are known for in my world as the stars and creators of Nirvana, the band, the show, which is a very funny comedy that was on Viceland that I really like, you really like. They were guests on this podcast and they've done a bunch of other stuff, but the thing that is getting them a lot of attention now, this is like, when did when did Nirvana the Band the Show come out? Like seven years ago or something? Yeah. The thing that's getting them attention today is Blackberry, this movie about the rise and fall of Blackberry, which I just saw on Monday at Varsity. It's been in Toronto theaters for, I think I'm over a month yeah. now. Yeah, it's an it's awesome like, watch. It's like, yeah. a, it's like, it's an indie. So like, maybe you haven't heard of it. Maybe you've seen the posters around. It's a Canadian made film about a Canadian story. And, but they don't get that show without all the other stuff. Nirvana, the band, the show yeah. and his relationships, obviously with CBC and all the funds. And he learned how to work sort of the system. And now he's going to get something I would presume uh, mm-hmm. that's going to be like, we're going to turn on the, we're going to open up, you know, Twitter one day and we're gonna be like, Oh, Matt Johnson's making a movie with Adam Sandler, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, Steven Spielberg's producing his next film, whatever that those, whatever you consider sort of the highest level of success in the industry. It's like, you need those steps in order to do it. And that's why I was listening. You just got to make shit, like yeah. make shit. And then that you get to make more shit. And I, it was funny. I was giving our friend Brent a whole recap of the Blackberry story. Did you know the Blackberry story? Blackberry story? Like that? I knew like a little Vaguely, bit. Yeah. Vague. But I thought they did an awesome job mm-hmm. of retelling it and describing how insane Jim Balsley is. And, you know, Doug. Did you say his name? What's, yeah, Balsley. I believe so, yeah. Balsimi? Balsy? It looks like Balsilly, but I think it's Balsley. He corrects Balsley. people in the movie. There you go. Um, and did you see it yet, Mike? I haven't. No. Oh, it's so good. It's one of those movies I think we'll do really well on streaming too. Like yeah. in any of those sort of like biopic kind of. I haven't been to the theater since Puss in Boots, which was a fantastic film. Oh, by the way. That sounds terrible. Um, the, <laughs> you would love it. No, really? it's actually good. Yeah, It's one of the best movies I've seen in like two years. And it made I, me laugh out loud. It's so good. Wow. Okay. It's all about basically cats have nine lives. So Puss does his last a big thing and he kind of gets crushed by a bell. He goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, Puss, like you need to retire, man. You got one life left. And he has to struggle with the idea of either being the swashbuckling like rock star ah. or settling down for a quiet life. And he basically can't come to terms with what he's supposed to do. This, this is really heady. It is. And it's mm-hmm. Antonio Banderas as puss. And then Selma Hayek's this like woman he left when at the altar. 
I don't know, like a year ago. And six who's the comedian that uh, you? John like? Mulaney. John Mulaney is the main antagonist. Yeah. It's, it's really it's good. written so well. It's huh. like it's heavy and funny, and it's got LOLs for the kids. And and then like yeah, like Death Personified is following him around, which he's like it's shaking him to his core. And wow, it's it's like a Prison Break movie because he has to go hide out like a cat sanctuary for a bit. No one knows that he used to be Puss in Boots. That's I'm telling crazy. you, Max, you'd like it. Okay, I take it back. Sorry about that. Back to Blackberry. Blackberry. Um, and it's also shot, the director of photography is our friend Jared Rabb, who's uh, directed Arkell's videos in the hey. past. I texted Jared this morning, just congratulating on him. So, um, yeah, he did Nirvana, the show, the band. Yeah, too. yeah. It's such a signature yeah. style, mm -hmm. especially the beginning of Blackberry. I was like, oh, yeah. this feels so much like Nirvana. That's what Populous and I were saying. We saw it together. And it kind of starts out in like a, not a sloppier style, but that more documentary, like zoomy style. Yeah. And then as the movie gets more serious, so does the filmmaking. Yeah. It's really effective. Yeah, totally. Because by the end of it, it feels like a really slick movie. Yeah. But at the beginning, it feels like ramshackled in the way that that operation was in Waterloo, Ontario. Yeah. Uh, it's the best movie I've seen in theaters probably since Puss in Boots. Like, like my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which we did Honestly. Love, yeah. No. Uh, and honestly, just from a filming standpoint, that kind of intentional planning is uh so is cool. so cool like when it comes together you know what i mean because it's like you know they probably shot a sequence where like okay we're going to settle the film down in these scenes because we're at this point in the story yeah and these are going to be more like you said like those snap zooms and sort of the office and please don't destroy or whatever like that yep. style yeah. of filming and then you settle into a more cinematic sort of thing I, and i haven't seen the film but just talking mm -hmm. to you guys about it and, and what i've read but when you set out to make something like that and you intentionally do it and then it comes together and it's effective and everybody's, it's like, that's the dream. Jay Baruchel. I thought Formal that was his podcast. best acting in a movie. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Cause yeah. Jay can be very signature Jay sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like, so of Jay, but yeah. he actually kind of embodies whatever the dude's name is. I, and uh, the other co-founder mm -hmm. of like, gray hair, the, the Steve Wozniak of this story. Yeah. I just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, and then we, we saw Bruce McCullough, while ago live and mark little open and, and with uh laura Silovitz. Yeah. i heard laura is in this film as well laura's in yeah. it laura plays she's the good. secretary she's great in it yeah we and saw mark at basketball he plays in our basketball league how is he can he hoop yeah he's great yeah mark he, little yeah um it's very fun basketball league i'm really really enjoying it. i think we talked about it recently but yeah we did because you got injured yeah i, I haven't yeah. been able to play which yeah. i think is helping the team chemistry because it's shortening <laughs> the bench yeah we're getting a lot more minutes mark myers is very happy because he gets to play he loves the minutes. entire time yeah, yeah. um got yeah we had, we had a dominating win against Popos's team last night which felt really good um but you know it's funny because you you know we were talking about our injuries and mm -hmm. you know mike got injured and like what broke your ribs or something yeah like crap like cracked a rib or bruised a rib or and then you laughed at mike for getting injured and then you got injured yeah and then i was in my head was laughing at both of you yeah uh, i was like and, I, and i'm younger than you guys so yeah. i'm like uh, you know i'm not i'm not I'm there not, yet i'm not there i'm a spring yeah. chicken so we're playing i'm in this flag football league and it's seven on seven co-ed football and i um have the kind of confidence that would suggest that I think I could be a quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if you just like gave me a good O-line, I could throw some passes. Like, yeah. I got that in me. <laughs> anyway, our team is like one and six. What are you, like six, six, one? Six? Yeah. 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 I don't even think you're tall enough to be a QB in the NFL. I could be. All right, go on. But, but actually, maybe after this season, I don't think I could be go anymore on. because we're one and six. Like, we don't win any games. <laughs> um, and we were playing. Uh, and the other thing about being a quarterback is if there's if we have subs, I'll kind of go off on defense. So I'm actually not mm -hmm. running around a lot. Mm -hmm. And on offense, I just get to stand there and throw the ball. So everyone else is sprinting their faces off and I'm just tossing the ball. It's kind of fun. So the game is tied 3-3. There's like six, four minutes left in the game and we're on defense, but we don't have a bench. So I'm playing defense this time. I intercept the ball. I took a couple of people. I have the open field ahead of me. Mark Myers is actually filling in. He's watching this all <laughs> happening. 
like his hands are in the air. Like we've won the game. Like there's no way that the game will score a touchdown. Path, I have a you don't path. trip. No, pull my hamstring. No, I just, <laughs> oh, you I just pulled up lame. I pulled up lame. I was just like, uh, 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 and then I just stopped and I started to walk. And a guy just kind of walked up to me and pulled my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a serious injury though? Like I, I, like I tweaked it. I just didn't know how yeah, bad it was, yeah. but basically like and you went down. No, I didn't go down. I just was like, Oh, if, run if I keep running, yeah. like ah, I'm asking for a lot of trouble, man. That's so, scary. I, so I stopped. So it was so embarrassing. And then, yeah. Are you back to normal now? I'm much better. I'm not, okay. I don't think I'm hundred percent, but I'm like, yeah, I, I went from like, I pulled my hamstring to like, I probably tweaked something, but yeah. <laughs> what do I do next week? If I'm good enough to play? Cause I'm a little embarrassed to come back. Now. No, you'll be great. We need you. You're awesome. Okay. You're going to be so amazing. If I'm like, it won't disrupt the chemistry. No, 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 no. Okay. You know, you'll, you'll be like a breath of fresh air actually. Okay. And, and when I, when we talk about like chemistry on the team, it's more that like everybody's played for three weeks. So it's not like we're necessarily better with each other. Yeah. We're just all better personally. Okay. So number, number one. I'm going to start doing left-handed drills just we, so I can do something. Right before we recorded, Max said that since Shane's been out, they have better chemistry in the team. And yeah. it wasn't a nice thing to say. Well, and now no, Shane's what, trying to figure out what that meant. I suggested it as like a ha-ha, look at me being self-deprecating. And then Max went, yeah. <laughs> so, so it was a little hurtful. No, the other thing though. Okay. So one, I think we're all personally better. Right. Mm-hmm. Without Shane in your life. No, no. <laughs> number two is um, we just know each other more. So mm-hmm. on a personal level, we just are like, oh, there's my guy. Right. But, it, but when it comes to actual like chemistry of what does team, personally better mean? Just like I know their names now. There's like <laughs> oh, okay. there's Joe and Tom. Like the first right. two Got or three you. weeks That's I didn't know their names. Battle, yeah. 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 Uh, so so like you so you get used to seeing people and you're like, oh my guy. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to actual like chemistry of like on the court, you're gonna fit right in. Is there Instagram follows going on? Oh ooh, no. But I did meet one guy last night who we played against who's opening a bar that Birchall's a part of, which is totally random. Whoa. Yeah, that's happening next yeah, week, yeah. right? Paris, Texas, King Street West, man. Shout out yeah. to Birchall's owning a bar? Uh, he's like a part of an owner. He's like a partner. Oh, into okay. it. He's in a group yeah. and they're opening a that's bar. That's a stupid move. Yeah. I'm joking because you own us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Birchall, uh, I told him to come out to this this the the big old screening mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. It's he's, 10 bucks, he's, right? He's everything. He's a friend. <laughs> no, that's the one in Hamilton. <laughs> oh, gotcha. You know, Birch, Birchall's industry. He's a friend. He mm-hmm. sort of encompasses many, many things, but uh, he said he's coming, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to see him there. We'll see. I, you know, I'll believe when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Speaking of that premiere, circling back to the show, uh, mm-hmm. the, the date is announced. We couldn't announce it last week. I think we bleeped it out or something just because, uh, you know, our partners crave. They wanted to be, they wanted to be announced properly and then we can talk about it but july 7th on crave if you're a listener of this pod and you want to support the show uh we all really believe in it we're really proud of it we spent a large uh, portion of our lives in the last couple of years making the show so if you get crave and you watch it maybe just like leave it on let it stream all night go do other things and just let it keep running yeah and you know i think i've talked to people that are in this industry and like how they how the metrics work for like the success of a show and sometimes it has to do with streams but sometimes it has to do with new signups so it's like if you yeah, sign up subs. specifically for the show, they can identify that. How can they identify? That? I think it's like someone signs it up, and what are the, the first thing? What do they click on? Yeah, I see. On. So, like, so don't it, stop at Star Trek: uh, Strange New Worlds first. Yeah, go right. Yeah, to yeah go right the to thing. And, and also, it's like if you're contemplating, it's like, ah, is it worth like ten dollars a month? Yes, it is. Stop it. It's worth ten dollars a month or whatever yeah. crave costs. We had full creative control. I think the show is something to talk about, but I will also warn that the show is definitely rated R. So do not watch the show with people maybe under the age of 12, 30. Oh, right. No. Oh, uh, also, um, I ran into somebody on the street in a coffee shop uh, last uh, on the weekend. 
And the guy goes, I know Shane. And I also mm. know Hattie. And I recognize this guy, but I don't really. And then he goes, I was actually in one of. Oh, oh he stopped me. Alejandro. Alejandro. And he goes. He gave me a free coffee last he, week. Yeah. And he goes, and, I, and he said, I just saw Shane. And I was like, oh, you're the guy who goes. You're going to have to take a big shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's me or whatever the line yeah. was. Oh, uh, Shane insisted. No, he no didn't... shits. Johnson, you are so fucked. Yeah. So yeah. Fuck. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah oh, yeah. He's got a haircut. Did he give you a free coffee? He gave me some free ice cream. Uh, oh, okay. Don't get Alejandro fired. Uh, I was going to say this, though. Uh, Shane insisted he's coming to the thing on Monday. There you go. Yeah. You can't bump into a guy who is in the he's show in the and yeah. not invite him to the thing. Yeah. I'm still going to charge him the 10 bucks. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, the Monday is no charges. Well, we might as well. Now I'm into the money thing. Yeah. We yeah. might as well make something. We should recoup on, yeah, that, that, that one. But we'll have lots to talk about after that one. So the next episode you hear, it'll all be stories about uh, the screening in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Obviously, a lot of excitement for July 4th, which is the Tuesday in Hamilton. I, I guess mm-hmm. Shane did just bring this on you. It feels like it's a very evolving thing. Ash has a look. <laughs> Ash is furious. Are you guys yeah. coming? Well, Greg, Gregory Veerman can't come on the 4th because Weezer's playing, but he's very excited to come on Monday. Let's leave it as a mystery, too, because yeah. let's not commit to Max, but let's leave the possibility that Max may come oh yeah also if you're like a prestigious member of the press and you want to come to the monday screening, <laughs> and you have a good sense of humor and you have a good sense of humor although there's not a lot of prestigious members of the press under 12 some youtube influencers maybe that's true yeah if you review things send us a dm yeah, yeah. maybe you can get in we want to get the word out yeah we want this thing to go supernova to fly <laughs> fly is that the name of this episode we want this thing to fly yeah it's nice. a good line uh all right well i guess that's it uh, that is all. That is our episode. It's a little shorty this week, and I'm sorry. I know it's been a while. Our pods are infrequent, and I know we say this sometimes, but it is fucking nuts, uh, work-wise and life-wise, and there's so much going on. But it's because we're trying to make great stuff. Uh, you guys, laundry pile. Yeah, very new song coming times. out next week. We'll get into that next week. Yeah. yeah, got a show coming out. Everything's happening. It's all happening. But because of that, we, we aren't as frequent as we'd like to be. But and we got some more news uh, coming up hopefully next month. And some some stuff in July we're really excited about and we can talk about then uh, but that's it that's all thank you Nathan Nash thank you to Ash uh, it's been a great hang guys even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.